Oh, you want the truth? Duh. Like, I really like you, and I said, I really need more shots. You're so stupid. He was telling me that his last relationship, he was butthurt because he got stabbed on his and he blamed it on the ex-girlfriend, but the whole thing was your fault. It's like 7 o'clock and everybody's fucked up. My hair, you like it? I just thought it. <laughs> okay, so on this episode, we're going to talk about people who like to inter- interfere with your life or don't agree it's about listening to your friends or listening to people who have good intentions for you about a relationship. For example, if you start dating a guy or a girl and your friend or an acquaintance is like, oh, I heard about her, so-and-so went on a date with her. It doesn't mean you should double think about it. I mean, just because it didn't work out for them, it doesn't mean it's not going to work out for you. And I've been in situations where people like to judge the cover of the book, but they like to talk shit just because they do you lose out on good chances and that brings me to my next story well let's just get into it okay i'm going to talk about my friend patrick (laughs) that's what we're going to call him i actually asked him what he would like his name to be because i like to rhyme names with the fake names for copyright reasoning and he's like this one doesn't sound so much like my name okay sounds great patrick it is i met him I think I met him in 2016. He says he met me in 2015. I don't know, but I always used to hang out with my girlfriend. God, I can't change her name. I mean, I can't change her name because it's great. Her name is Molly. And um, we used to always hang out and I met a few people through her and he was always like a good guy. And I always thought he was cute, but it was always in relationships, so nothing happened, but we would be friends, and if I saw him out, we, you know, we would hang out, whatever. We met playing cards with humanity. That was at Molly's house, and she's a mutual friend of ours, and I met him, and he's probably going to listen to this and say, you can never remember when we met, because I say one day, and he thinks it's a whole nother year before, and I've always been good with dates, but I don't know, so I must have been fucked up. Anyways, so the story about us is... He was always the funny guy. He's the one that loves playing jokes and pranks. And they say the people who are like that, um, the comedian type, they are the ones that are going through shit. Like, you know, not to bring up a dead guy, but for example, Robin Williams, they said that he was so always into like his comedy and ended up being the one that was so depressed. He died over suicide, but he loved making people laugh. And they say that people love to make other people laugh because it covers up what they're going through. And I will say that out of all uh, the guys that I've talked to since my breakup, since being single, he was definitely the one going through the most shit, but also the, the most easiest to stress about what he was going through. So very early in our friendship, he opened up to me about some stuff that was deep. Now, I'm not going to mention them, so no worries. He, okay, let me go back. We started hanging out right when my ex and I were visiting back and forth from up north to, fuck it, I'm just gonna say it, from Maryland to here, (laughs) that's where my ex is from, from Maryland to here, and we were visiting each other back and forth, and, cause you know, I haven't been emotionally stabbed enough, and I haven't been 
emotionally wounded enough, so I gave him a chance to actually not fuck up and see maybe if this could actually work out. And he ghosted me, cut me off, took full advantage that he was a thousand miles away, and no offense, but from that episode, once a Casper, always a Casper, I will never get myself on a fucking plane to chase no fucking man. That's definitely something I learned. So when he left the last time, actually, I flew to Atlantic City, and then I left. I started being single again because he cut me off, and I found out all these bitches he was fucking, and it just gets to the point where here we go again. So I started going out locally, so I bumped into Patrick. Fuck, I'm, I'm single now, like let's see where this goes but i will say the last person that i actually liked as in a new relationship or as in what could possibly be something was patrick so he would say let's hang out and then he would text me in the morning to confirm we're hanging out that night which i thought oh my god and actually fucking guy text messages at before noon before 10 a.m kudos brownie points just to confirm a, a date which it, i mean if i was on time it probably would have been a date because i'm late to everything he's asking me like hey i just got a text message from molly and she might come up here is that cool do you want to go somewhere else because clearly he's making it obvious that hey i know it's supposed to be a date but now it's about to be a group and if you want to go somewhere else we can't like no it's fine like she's both of our friends like that's totally fine i started caring about him when we started hanging out but he also um was different in a good way he reminded me a lot of my kid's father because he was sweet from georgia very country boy, wasn't aggressive about making a move. Like he didn't, he doesn't have that image of I need to get fucked up or I need to get fucking laid. He had that image of it happened and happened, and I like that because that does attract girls. So for the first few couple times we actually hung out as talking, we didn't do anything. At one point it was cute because we were sitting at Jack's Beach and there's this like bench, this like popular bench with a statue, bronze statue of a guy sitting down. And he asked me to sit down with him on the bench. And then he asked me if he could kiss me. And I thought it was so cute because I don't remember the last time somebody asked me if they could kiss me. So right after that kiss, I was like, that was so cute. I was like, maybe there's potential. Like I got excited. I was like, you know, when you meet someone for the first time, which I didn't meet him for the first time, but when there's some potential, you're like, maybe something can come out of this. We started hanging out more and I actually started to like him. If I could think about somebody who I actually really liked the last time, it would definitely be him. I was, God, it feels so much longer than what it was. So October of last year to January of this year, this little hangout, whatever you want to call this. So sometimes whenever we would go somewhere, I don't know how Molly would find out, but she would text me or text him every time we were together. So it got to the point where like, she knows we're together. And it's like every time that, that me and him had plans, she would text him or ask him like, come meet her or text me to come pick her up. It was weird because like, it's, she knew like we were hanging out. Her relationship with Patrick. They've known each other for a while since they are both from Georgia. So they know each other since back in the day. She's very protective over him. Not that I would screw him over, but she always got angry whenever we would drop her off at her place and me and him would go back to his house after going out of the bars in a lot of ways it made me think like maybe she's got a thing for him but everyone said no like no 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 like I know her type and that's not her type so as I'm on my way to meet him another night she knew that I was meeting up with him and I'm always running late so I'm fucking late and she texts me and she said hey can you please come to this place I'm by myself I'm closing my tab and then as soon as you get here I will go with you straight up to meet Patrick and so she's wanting me to get her 
I'm already running late because if you know me, I'm running late to everything. I'm fucking late to everything. Sometimes people like their friends being all friends, but once like a friend likes another friend, then you feel like the oddball. Not that she likes him, because I don't think she likes him. I remember she told me once, because I would always ask her for advice about him, and she never really opens up much, but she said, just be careful, has a tendency to, to fall for girls easily and not get over them. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's a warning? Like, that sounds great. I mean, I guess she meant it like in a, not obsessive way, but like in a toxic way or whatever. He lives a few blocks from the beaches. He has a house at the beaches and then a condo at the beaches as well. And we were sitting in the car just talking and this is like right when we started finally kissing. He, we were talking about Molly and I told him what she told me and he got mad and I was like, why are you mad? And at this point, we, like I said, we haven't hooked up or anything. He's like, I'm just mad because like, why would she say that? And I'm like, mm, I don't know, but I just felt like I should tell you. I mean, we would always hang out, but anytime that she knew that I was there to meet up with him, she would try not to meet up with him. Like for example, we went to a Jacksonville Jaguar game and me and her went, cause she had season pass. He was going with his friends and he would text me like, hey, go to the Bud Light Zone, which is like a drinking bar area. Jaguars have, I'm not gonna say our team sucks because it's fucked up. But our team's not the greatest that we literally have to put pools in our fucking stadium because there's no such thing as entertainment from watching a football game live in a pool. I don't know who came up with that idea, but yeah, we have pools. It could be honest. So, so every time I would tell her, hey, let's go meet up, like she didn't want to. And I remember that morning getting her out of bed and I had to go get Pedialyte. By the way, not an ad, but Pedialyte is not only for children, it's for adults and hangovers. It is amazing what it does to you. I've seen people dying the next morning, drink Pedialyte, cup of coffee, shit. I've even seen people drink vodka and Pedialyte with some ice. That shit is a hangover cure. And that's why they, you're supposed to give it to kids when they're sick because you're you're dehydrated, you're, you don't have your electrolytes. So yeah, Pedialyte is what we always use. Like if you see Pedialyte, I probably have like an empty bottle of Pedialyte in my trunk. But if you see Pedialyte anywhere near me or my, or you know that there's something recently happened where we had like fix somebody. God, I sound like we're such alcoholics, but I swear we're not. So hard to fucking meet people there. Then we had the drama of his friend his friend Justin. We changed his name too because he's a dick and he probably would sue me. So Justin, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with this kid, but he tried to be cool or he tries to be cool. I remember like Thanksgiving, I like get my I got my kids out that night. Wednesday night before Thanksgiving is one of the biggest nights that everybody goes out here. I went out and I went home with Patrick. I'm pretty sure we hooked up that night. We already hooked up I think after Halloween. And so I'm waking up in the morning, which is now Thanksgiving, and his friends come in the room and they start jumping and bouncing on the bed and there's a phone being recorded i'm like oh god this shit's going on snapchat what the fuck this guy he's just so oh i can't stand him just speaking about him makes me mad he just like presents himself like as a fucking dick like he's just a dick and he's jumping on the bed and he's like uh that's strange last night in a fucking snapchat and i'm like first of all i'm not strange because i'm not different i'm not a person he doesn't know like he would just be weird and he and he would text me. He had a girl he was talking to at the time. She was kind of crazy too, but he would text me and say, who's this? And I'll be like, who's this? And he'd be like, okay, Angie. And I'm like, well, clearly you know who the fuck this is. So what would what, you, you text me for? And then he wouldn't respond. And then he would do it again. And I had two of Patrick's friends hit on me through Snapchat, trying to be discreet, thinking I wouldn't tell Patrick, definitely told Patrick and he would end up getting mad. Uh, this guy drove me so up the wall that 
I literally saw him at another Jaguar game and I pushed him and shoved him because he was doing that and he got in this huge fight with his girlfriend because I didn't know he had a girlfriend and he was trying to hit on me. She found out somehow and I pushed him and I found out he was trying to fuck my friend and I'm like, don't try to fuck my friend knowing that I'm friends with your crazy girl now because I will fucking tell her. And oh my God, the night that she found out that he had hit on me, we were at Patrick's house and they were arguing so fucking bad. I'm like fucking feeling weird because they're arguing about her being jealous that he was hitting on me. I'm like, fuck, this is weird. Should I go? It was awkward. Because I've learned things in my past, I would show Patrick before like the snap was over. This guy was like, you're so fucking hot. Right next to Patrick, he's sending me this. That's savage. I'm like, you got some balls. We're all at a freaking bar and you got balls to Snapchat me a message saying you're fucking hot when your best friend's right next to you. And that was just not, that was the first one. The second one wasn't, doesn't really matter. But, and he's getting mad. And I understand why he's getting mad. But at the same time, I'm like, hello. Like, raising my hand, like, the emoji. Hello, do you see that I'm, like, being real with you? Because he's told me that, you know, girls screw him over or girls cheat on him. And he has this huge issue about being, being in a relationship because they all end up hurting him. Not saying that this could be a relationship because... Definitely, I don't know where this was going, but he it was a friend of mine and more of a friend because I started caring for him. He would get mad and I just wish he would see that I wouldn't be like those girls that screwed him over because I'm being transparent with him. Well, he would just get so in the emotion of what was going on that that always ended up being what we talked about. So anytime we would go back to his house, we'd always have these deep conversations about what his family is going through, what he is going through, what upset him that night about this, 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 but it never got into the topic of, hey, um, I like you. I like hanging out with you. Where is this going? Or where are we seeing this end up at? Because at this point, we've always been friends and good friends. And in the beginning, it was like we got closer. And then we ended up starting to jump to the next level of intimacy, I guess. He was good at talking about deep shit. But he didn't really talk about our situation. I felt like, oh, well, then I must be just one of many girls that he does this at Jack's Beach. Because everybody at Jack's Beach, or every guy at Jack's Beach, they're local, they're 99% of the time a fuckboy. And no, Patrick, I'm not saying you're a fuckboy, but I felt like you were acting like one. So, we... I just realized that I say so a lot. So I, so, so I apologize for saying so a lot. But it's better than other people. I know somebody who says, yeah, no, all the time. And that's really fucking annoying. Anyways, sorry, my ADD kicks in from here to there. You just got to keep up at the store. If you need to rewind, rewind. <laughs> Imagine me trying to record these and put these in fucking order. Yeah, it's a disaster. He comes up to me one night. He's supposed to meet me at this bar. And, I mean, I'm seeing tears come out of this man's face. And, the, the I mean, he, he knows everyone at the bars because he's local. He's crying, and the, the bouncer girl is hugging him. So I go up to him, and I'm like, what's wrong? Why are you crying? So he comes up to me, and he, he just, like, falls in my chest pretty much. So I walk back to, like, where the beach steps are to walk towards the beach because this bar is, like, right in front of the beach. And I'm like, what is wrong? I was like, what happened? He's like, my aunt just passed away, and my mom told me to text her the other day, and I didn't get to say goodbye, and I feel like a fucking asshole. And my grandparents are at that point where they're, like, at that age, and, you know, he's like, 
my mom told me to text her. I know she's going to ask me if I did, and I didn't, and I feel horrible. And I just had a pep talk with him. I was like, look, I've had people die. Like, just because they're not here doesn't mean they can't hear you. Like, say whatever you want to your aunt, like, on your own. Like, you know, I was trying to, like, be there for his grief. And I don't know if he ever appreciated it. I don't know if he ever noticed. But I felt like it was all about him all the time. Like, whatever he was going through or whatever his family was going through is what the topic was. Whatever happened in his life was the topic. But I was like, this guy doesn't really ask much about what's going on with me. Well, this happened a couple of times, and I still agree with this, but sometimes when we'd be laying in his bed right before like we go to bed, I'd be sharing things with my phone that I want to share my life about stories and shit like he does, clearly. And he just sounded annoyed to like me talk about me but not talk about him. So I was like, oh, okay, he's really into himself to the point where... So whenever he would break down or he would come at me about something that he's going through, I mean, it made me feel like we were closer than we were. And it made me feel good because I, I like to be there for people, but I also feel like it should be mutual. And it just wasn't getting mutual. And then I remember that night, we, me, him, and his best friend, Mason, <laughs> his best friend, Mason, we walked back to his house, and his friend, Mason, pulled me aside, and he said, if you're going to like him, like him, I would be careful because he doesn't get over his exes. And I was like, is he still not over an ex? I mean, I could say the same thing. I said, I'm, I'm going through, you know, my shit with my ex. So I wouldn't be able to say I'm not completely over it. And he's like, no, it's like three of them. And he just kind of like, he feels like he owns them. He's like, and if y'all start talking, I bet I wouldn't be allowed to talk to you or hang out with you. And I'm like, oh, so he like owns them like that. I'm like, okay, I don't know. Maybe it's just the thing he has with his boys, but that's what his friend said. And that pissed me off because that we were out after was not paying attention too much to me and when I'm hanging out with a guy who I'm interested who I clearly think is interested in me I'm not trying to sound like a fucking needy bitch but yeah attention would be fucking nice so when we were at the bars and I think that was probably one of the first times I met Mason we were at the bars and I'm seeing him talk to a group of girls and yes Patrick is very well known in the Jack's Beach area and he's got friends that are girls too, which is totally understandable. And I, I don't, I used to be the jealous girl and I don't want to be that girl where I get jealous over another girl. Like I should not get jealous, but I also want to know what their history is. So I don't have to worry about it because like my episode, can we be friends with the opposite sex? I don't know. So I, let me tell me that story. Tell me that situation and I can judge. But he's like going up to a group of girls that are playing cornhole. And I'm just like, who's that to Mason? And Mason's like, which one? I'm like, that one. And he's like, oh, that's his ex-girlfriend. And he was like talking to the group girls in front of the ex-girlfriend, like playing against the ex-girlfriend. I'm like, oh, I see what's going on. I was like, he's trying to make her jealous by talking to the other friends. And then he stayed there for a good 20, 30 minutes. And you know what? I got up. I went up to him. And I said, I am not going to sit here as you are entertaining your ex-girlfriend just to get her attention. Clearly, you're not over her. I'm not here to waste my time. And I start and I start walking out of this bar called The Wreck. And as I'm walking out, I start going to Surfers, which is a very big, popular new bar here in Jack's Beach. And, and Mason was like, hey, I'm coming with you because we clearly were with him, but he totally ditched us by to be with those girls or whatever. So he's walking with me. And then all I hear as I'm walking out is, Angie, wait. And I turn around and... Patrick is like trying to walk behind us. He's like, and he calls me and he's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm at the corner here. I'm like, I'm going here. He's like, 
wait for me. I'm coming. So I'm like, no, I'm not waiting for him. I already waited for him. Like, I'm I'm not waiting. So we went to the bar and he found us. And then as we're at the bar, we're sitting at the bar at Surfers. I said, look, let's not talk about it. Let's not ruin the night. We'll talk about it another time. Let's just enjoy the night. He goes, okay. As soon as I fucking said that, some girl pops up right in between us and the bar and goes, what happened with you and this girl? I don't know who the fuck she's talking about. And I looked at Mason and Mason's like looking at me like I told you. And I'm like, fuck it. Like, we're going to go upstairs. So we went upstairs and he, that was like the sign like, hey, to, so you can get the fuck out of this conversation. Let's go upstairs. No, he stayed. He's like, okay, I'll meet you guys. Okay. So as he was dealing with that shit, me and Mason went upstairs. And, and then right before we were about to leave, Patrick finds us. And he w- was, like, so upset. And he's like, we got to go now. And it's, like, 1.30. And I'm like, we got, like, 30 more minutes before the bars close. He goes, no, no, no. We got to go now. He's like, I need to go now. I need to go now. And I'm like, oh, you're trying to hide from someone. Okay. So there's a different exit in the top part of the bar. So we go down, and, and he's like, come on, let's keep walking. Let's keep walking. I'm like, damn, boy. I was like, what girl are you hiding from? Like, how bad is, is it? So when we get around the freaking building, his phone starts blowing up. And I was like, Patrick, you, you got to deal with that. He's like, he doesn't like to deal with confrontation. He doesn't like to deal with drama. He doesn't like to deal with a girl blowing him up like crazy. And I remember, like, being that girl just right before my ex decided that Atlanta City was the last time we were going to see each other because he totally ghosted me after us visiting back and forth. I was like, oh, hell no. I know that feeling when you're calling somebody and they're not answering and you're just like, you're obviously upset. She's obviously drunk. Dude, and I looked at him. I said, after the third, fourth iWatch announcement, I was like, answer the fucking phone. He's like, no. I was like, answer it. She clearly wants to talk to you. And I was like, and not only that, it's kind of fucked up. Like, I've been in her situation where you want to talk to somebody and then people, like, just don't answer. I'm like, I think it's fucked up. Like, you clearly see she's upset. Answer the goddamn phone. So he walks away and he answers the phone and walks back and she starts calling again. And I'm like, okay, well, you answered whatever. I mean, that's your situation. And here I am thinking, as a friend, I'm not thinking as the girl who's hanging out and banging him. I'm thinking as his friend because we were friends before. Anything happened. I realized... Maybe what Mason told me was right. So the story was that the girl and him were talking, but he didn't feel it anymore, and he doesn't like confrontation, so he just stopped hanging out with her. Well, yeah, a girl would act fucking crazy. You can't ghost people and don't tell them why. I mean, if you guys were hanging out and fucking, you need to give her a reason. When he said that, I thought automatically, fuck, he's going to do that shit to me. So as this whole situation's going down, we go back to his house at like 1.30, 1.35, because he doesn't want to be seen by this girl. He's focusing on all the shit and the drama he's going, he's in right now. He's not focusing on like, hey, you know, being sweet and just like talking to me. He, was, he wasn't fulfilling my needs for attention. <laughs> and Mason fucked up being his friend by keeping secrets with me. Patrick took that as, oh, Mason wants to screw you. He's my friend. And I'm like, no, I don't think he does want to screw me because he doesn't say that. He just like gets involved. Well, I, being a bitch, I was mad about the whole girl situation. I was messaging Mason on Snapchat while we were there while Patrick was doing whatever the fuck he was doing, walking the dog, I don't know what the fuck he was doing, that I was like, I'm going to leave soon. So when I leave, just know that I'm okay, but I'm going to go back to my car. I'm going to go home. I just didn't feel like I wanted to spend the night with him. I was mad. I was like, I was mad because I liked him and I started really liking him. And I got brought down with that situation with all the girls. You tell this story to any girlfriend, any girlfriend's going to be like, 
yeah, red flag. He's got issues with girls still that are not closed up. You need to run away because that means he's always going to have issues with the past because he doesn't fucking handle them. So they're always going to be popping out. And they're all going to probably hate you if you guys get anywhere. And I'm like, sounds horrible on paper. I just left. And he's blowing me up. He's like, where are you? I just want to make sure you're okay. Did you make it home? And as I'm getting home, I don't respond to him because I'm pissed. Earlier that night, he was talking to a girl, Morgan, that he's really good friends with that he said was about to get married. And they were talking in the patio. I'm sitting in the bar by myself. I got to, I got my car, would drive away, and they're like hugging each other in the patio. And I'm like, Pat, I was like, Patrick. And he like looks over and I'm like, fuck you. And I just drove off. Like, it was like one of those moments. Went home, but I told Mason in text, like in Snapchat, hey, just in case you are anything does happen to me or you guys get worried i was like i'll text you when i get home and he's like okay mason didn't tell patrick about that i talked to patrick the next day he was mad at me and i'm like why the fuck are you mad at me why in the hell do you think you could be mad at me right now and he's like i've actually had a girl who i i got her a taxi and she got in the car and then she went missing for a month um and apparently it was the guy who was driving the taxi and he's like, so I always get worried when people don't answer my text about getting home. And I was like, fuck. Not only that, like, I was like, that's fucked. I was like, damn, that's that's got to be damaging. Not only did I leave without telling him, but I also fucking told his best friend and his best friend didn't tell him. So we always had people voicing their opinions about us. We had Justin, the douchebag, who would message me, tell me I'm hot thinking I won't tell because guess what he's your best friend and I'm fucking him why would I not tell him his friend is hitting on me I mean that's just what I think a good normal girl does that was Justin's say so Justin made it very difficult because he was making it seem like I was messaging him so I got to the point where I was screenshotting everything this motherfucker was saying to me one thing about me is you can screenshot everything I fucking say and I back it up because I know what the fuck I said So if I know what the fuck I said, then you need to be just like that. You need to own what you fucking say. For Halloween, it was cute because we decided to dress up, I guess, as like a couple. So because my birthday is 6686 and my ex-fiance likes to call me Satan, I decided to throw in the towel and become the devil for Halloween. Last year I was Poison Ivy, but yeah, I was the devil. And he's like, what can we match with me? I'm like, we can make you like the day of dead or whatever. And, he, and he's like, do you, and I was like, I almost thought, I was like, I almost wanted to be a ghost because the whole, once a ghost, always a ghost. He goes, and then can I be your boo? I thought that was so fucking cute. I was like, dude, that's so cute. You be Casper and I'll be your boo. I was like, he, he, you couldn't even make that up because I'm the one that came up with the story about the Casper. But anyways, we ended up being, the, he ended up being skeleton, which I did his makeup and I ended up being the devil all dressed in red with a little fucking horn running around that looked like three mini-sized penises. I guess those would be dick fingers. Yes, those would definitely be dick fingers. <laughs> you don't know what dick fingers are? Is look it up, not just dick fingers. Look it up with cards with humanity. <laughs> That's why. Okay, so we always got in deep conversation at the end of the night and I remember after we made up with the whole I didn't text him when I got home blah 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 he and I went back to his place and Mason he's older than us and he's more wiser than us so he always likes to give us lecture 
Patrick just told me something very devastating about him, that if anyone likes somebody, would be devastated to know what he just told me. And I asked him, I'm like, why are you telling me this? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, why are you telling me this? For one, this is way too soon for you to be telling me the situation that you're in. That's pretty, like, heavy. And two, you know I like you. So now are you pushing me away because you don't want me to like you because of that situation? And he's like, okay, let's just say... I'm not going to say what is real, but let's just say that he needed a liver transplant. So I was like, why would you say that to me? Because it's something like that. It's not that, but it's something like that. That's his truth. That's his knowledge. Like, I'm not going to air that. But just for example, so people don't hear me mumbling of this, this, this. <laughs> There's your story. Uh, let's just say he needed a transplant. And if he doesn't get it within 10 years, then shit's going to go down. As I'm liking you, why are you telling me this? The only time we talk about us, now you're telling me, hey reason why I don't want commitment is because I don't know what the future holds. I was like, are you telling me that to push me away? And he's like, no. So Mason, our wise motivation speaker, he starts telling us, he's like, look, there's a girl right here. Like we're both sitting down in the patio and he's like standing up talking to us like we're little children. He's like, there's a girl standing in front of you that likes you. Don't push her away because you're scared. Don't push her away. Live in the moment. Do what you got to do and figure out the future. And he's like, but what if I don't get this done or don't have the money? Like, you are so overthinking everything that you think automatically that that's going to happen to you. Mason was like, stop thinking about what could happen and live your day one day at a time and do whatever makes you happy. If she makes you fucking happy, be with her. If she makes you happy, hang out with her. He's like, but don't let that take over your life because you're just going to live a horrible life. Solitude, because you're always waiting I was like, damn, go Mason, like, and then he comes at me, and he's like, and you, I was like, oh, what's he about to say, he's like, you need to realize if a guy wants to be with you, he will be with you, and I got kind of teary-eyed, because it's true, it's things that I've already, that I'm dealing with in general, um, I am hard at taking denial, so I try to fix it, and then even the most, I mean, you can shatter a glass in the ground, and I'd be like, get that glue, and then be like, bitch, that shit is not gonna get back, built together. So yeah, I'm uh, optimistic when it comes to chances and things working out, because, you know, life is full of shit, so why wouldn't I give chances to people, or why wouldn't I think the best He's like, you need to stop chasing. He's like, I'm not saying chasing because you're not chasing. He's like, I'm saying like, if they're telling you that they want to be with you, they will be with you. Now, after this conversation, he goes, he looks both of us. He's like, yes. He's like, I told Angie that you are not over your exes and that you get very protective of them. And I mean, he called himself out and I was like, oh, damn, okay. But you need to come in terms with that. But I also don't think that you should be stupid because a great good looking girl is into you and you're pushing her away with all these stories about what's going on with you and but he just started talking about his family getting sick and and his grandparents almost passing away and he was always sad and I'm just like again it was all about Patrick it was never about me and Patrick at least never um he said from here on out Mason was like here on out I want you guys to think about what I said Patrick, you need to figure out if you want Angie around. And if you don't, you need to tell her. Don't do it like that other girl who blew you up. And then you fucking wonder why these bitches go crazy. It's because you're not fucking telling them that you're seeing someone else or you're done. And, and he goes, and Angie, if he does not show attention to you, shows that he wants something more, 
then he doesn't want more. Now he's like pretty much threw us in the fucking Hunger Games. He's like, all right, now you guys are on your own. What happened was we were, he already has his friend Justin in his ear. He already has Molly thinking it's not a good idea for us to be talking. Then he has a friend come over and tell his roommate that they've hooked up with me a long time ago and used to talk. And I'm like, yeah, that happens when you live in the fucking same city. You're going to bump into exes or people you've had a relationship with or or talking, dating or whatever. You're going to see that because it's fucking Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a big city, but the people in our age group, like let's say 25 to 34 that age group is so small in Jacksonville, everybody knows everybody, which is weird because Jacksonville is the biggest city in the nation because I guess we're including water. But yeah, I don't understand that because all the people that go to the bar are the same people. So he had that, he has two guy friends hitting on me. I'm being honest about it. He's scared from getting cheated on like he did in his past. He's going through some shit in his own. He's going through a grief of his aunt. He's going through all these emotional roller coaster. He has all these people in his ear and going through shit. Then he's complaining about work, which I get it. It was clear that I cared and he was like, you're being crazy. I said some things really harsh to him being drunk because I was rejected by him because after Mason gave us that speech, he's distanced himself away from me. And I was like, here we go again. I just had a friendship that turned into something and now it's over. Like that was my biggest fear of becoming friends with Samuel because I was like, I've had a friend that I became friends with. We started talking and we, it got fucking ruined. And now we barely talk. Like, I don't want that if we are going to, like, I just want to be friends and that's it. Like, which we saw that what happened to that, but he decided to get distant and I could hear Mason in my head saying, and if he doesn't give you the attention, you need to walk away. You don't need to reach out. He would never get sensitive with me like I've had situations where I mean you've heard in this show that I've had people get drunk and tell me that they're, they think they might be falling in love with me or I can't I've got I've had guys you know that I was talking to or started dating that would say I really like you or so what do you like in this like asking me questions not that he needs to get to know me because he's known me for a couple years but it's like don't you want to hear my side of the story about stuff like, you don't think I go through shit, too. And not just to sit here and go back and forth who's better, whose drama is better. No. But to, like, see if me and you are compatible. And I guess he had too many people in his ear, and we just faded. Around Christmas time, he invited me over to his house for all these people to watch football on a Sunday. And, like, I remember I walked in there, and I saw one of my best friends. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? But... Their house is pretty much like a bachelor pad for Jack's Beach, so you see everyone you fucking know in there. And I remember there was, like, drama happening with Justin, the drama starter, because just Justin, the guy who was, like, Snapchatting me saying I was hot sitting next to Patrick. His girlfriend's going psycho and telling everybody that I slapped them at the bar, first of all. Justin, I don't care for you enough to slap you because I only slap people that really piss me off. And he's telling everyone about it. Patrick's mad at me for slapping his friend. And I'm like, did you see it? And he's like, no. I'm like, did anyone see it? He's like, you slapped me and asked me for a ride right after. I'm like, why the fuck would I slap you in the face and ask you for a ride? I might have tapped your face, but slapping you and asking you for a ride? 
no, that doesn't even make fucking sense. I would never ask you for a ride after slapping your face. Like, so he's just always started drama between me and, and Patrick. Like, I felt like he always thought it was my fault, even though later we find out it wasn't. There's this gay friend of his that really fucking hates me. I guess he read some tech messages of the shit that I was going off on him one night just because I felt rejected and I said some mean things to him. And now every time I see him out, I look at him and I say, hey, and he's like, oh, hey, crazy bitch. I'm like, okay, whatever, I can take that. And then the next few times I see him out, we'll call him Jesse because that's not his name, but that's what I always call him. And every time I ask Patrick, what's up with your friend Jesse? He's like, who the fuck's Jesse? Fuck, I fucking don't know his name. I'm bad with names, but it's call him Jesse. And Jesse, the gay guy, he, next time we'll see me, he'll be like, hey, you fucking psycho nut of a job. I'm like, so I was like, hey, we need to talk. So I pulled him aside. I'm like, what's wrong with you? He's like, I just don't like you. And I'm like, why? And he's like, I don't like the way you treated my friend Patrick. And I'm like, <laughs> here I am dealing with all the girls that Patrick made me insecure about. And this motherfucker is going to say, I'm like, the only thing I've ever done mean recently was send him a text that probably was not right because I was fucking mad. I said, but you don't even know half the story. I was like, so does it bother you every time I say hi to you? Because we've met 4th of July and you clearly don't like me now, but you were okay with me then. He goes, yeah, I just don't want you to ever like look my way or talk to me like ever again. That's what Jesse said. And I'm like, it hurt my feelings. This guy who doesn't really know me is judging me over something he doesn't fucking know. And I'm a little bit like broken about how Patrick handled the whole situation because I actually liked him. Dude, I should have never like showed you the snaps from your friends fucking hitting on me, but I did because I'm not that bad person you think I am. Which clearly a lot of people think that because they like to judge the cover of the book. I mean, if you look at me, I don't look Spanish. I look white as fuck. I'm short. I'm 96 pounds. I have long blonde hair and I'm tan. Whatever. Like, that's just me. But people don't judge me. They think I'm a fucking bitch. Justin threw out Patrick hates you in the middle of a fucking room full of people. And I text Patrick and I said, why would he say he hates you? He goes, don't listen to anything he says. You obviously do, but you do know me. And I handle enough drama through people, my family at this point. I don't need anyone else knowing about mine. He likes to get the attention from you, I guess. So I was like, okay. So I clearly like didn't do anything and I just like let it go. Like it got to the point where he started giving me an attitude. And then it just die down the conversation because there's too, too many people involved even till this day because I actually hung out with him last night so the end of our talking stage I guess was in January um, we finally met up and talked about all the shit that was going on everyone's voice being in all the shit that you know I was saying to him because I was feeling hurt and said some mean things whatever and I spent the night at his house I don't even think we did anything but we squashed it, and we've seen each other out every once in a while since. And last night, he was having a get-together at, at his house after the bars closed, and we were playing Cards with Humanity. It's funny, because that's how we met. So we're playing, and it's it was a hilarious fucking night. It was just funny. It was just the shit that was coming out of everyone's mouth. Literally the shit. Do you guys know that there's a thing called Dude Wipe? Dude Wipes. It looks like a condom wrapper. And in the back it says, a clean hiney is a happy hiney. Pull out, it's like instructions. Pull out, use to make your hiney clean or to make your hiney happy or something like that. It's a fucking baby wipe 
for dudes. And there's, I was like, does it smell like cologne? Like, what does it make it about a, a guy? And it's sexist as fuck. Not, not that I'm against it. So somebody had one of those on the counter, and I was just like, oh my god, who had dude wipes? And then this guy was like, let me see. I think that's just like, like wipe your balls with after sex. I'm like, first of all, you would wipe it before, maybe not after. But okay, yeah, that could be. I'm like, I'm thinking it's taking a shit. Everybody uses baby wipes when they take a shit. And um, we, I was like, what the fuck? We're reading the instructions. We're thinking it's hilarious. I'm like, whoa, this is so weird. This is why this is here. And the whole night, we were all talking shit. So every every joke was around that dude wipe. It's been, what, it's April now. It's been about four months since distant my emotions from Patrick. Patrick is a good guy, is a good person. But last night we hung out. It was getting mixed signs. I don't know where he was at, but I'm definitely not as upset as I used to be about it because obviously time went by and I realized, hey, that didn't work out, whatever. We were hanging out with friends and I had a good time, but he always confuses me because right before we went to bed, he kissed me and it was like a little bit of a makeout sesh and that's confusing. <laughs> we did not hook up last night, but I don't know. I think he's a good person and I think has potential of being a good guy to a girl. I don't know for me, but for anyone. He needs to start being so hard on himself. I mean, he had this going away party because he was moving to another state. And again, like I always say, everybody leaves me, everybody moves away. So that was like right after we got done talking. I'm just like, oh, there goes another one going to another fucking state. Like, that's great. I guess he was going to move away and have a job somewhere else, but he decided not to leave. So he did not move, thank God. I guess my advice would be what Mason said. If a guy is not showing you interest, don't push it. And hey, listen to the guys out there. If a girl's willing to put attention and she's trying, but you're scared about whatever in the past or whatever in the future, don't punish her for it. She wasn't in your past and she's not in your future yet. So don't punish her for it. And if you like her, go for it. Like ladies, just like Mason told us, if he doesn't chase you and if he doesn't go after you, don't go after him. Let him go. His loss. So that would be my advice on this episode. But yeah, also having a lot of people in their, his ears. Like, for example, last night he mentioned one of his friends. Oh, I'm going to call him Andy. I met Andy out through mutual friends, and he was drunk, and he clearly needed food. So we all went to Waffle House. I paid for his food, and I drove him to his apartment because he didn't have money for an Uber. Well, apparently, when me and... Patrick were hanging out they were roommates not only were they roommates Andy took Patrick's ex-girlfriend and started dating her and they're roommates so Patrick moves out of that place right before we started talking and he's bitter about it and this guy still has the balls to tell him this oh you're talking to Angie yeah one time she gave me a ride when I was drunk and she showed me her titties what I'm sorry, did I show you my titties at Waffle House or did I show you my titties on the way to your house or in, in pulling up to your gate where you had to walk in? What the fuck? I'm like, people make that shit up. Like, people really make shit stuff like up. And I guess in that situation, because he's trying to show Patrick he's better than him because he stole his ex-girlfriend, which I'm sorry, you got his sloppy seconds. I think you're worse. And I think it makes Patrick look better because you just got his sloppy seconds and you're trying to ruin another thing for him. Because you're fucking bitter and insecure about him because you know that's that's your girl's ex. So, whatever. Andy, fuck That's all I gotta say. Oh, and Justin, too. you both. 
hate fucking drama starter men. It's just the worst. It's worse than a girl starting drama. Influencing our whatever it was. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, ugh. So when it comes to people telling you or the other person, like, don't do it, don't do it, fuck them. Unless it's like, hey, I have proof here. He cheated on his wife or he cheated on his girl for three years and he's a fuck boy and he's got an STD. Sure. Then you can, like, tell your friend, hey, I don't think this is a good guy for you. But if it's something like you're hitting on me and yet you're telling him that I'm bad but yet you're hitting on me, you're obviously just trying to get laid. And I'm not going to fuck any of y'all because I'm not a person to fuck friends. I don't do that. When I sleep with someone or get intimate with someone, I don't go around their friends. I just don't. Like, that's just not my style. So the lesson is don't listen to everything that everyone says. If you really like someone, go for it. Don't be fucking afraid. If you don't like someone, tell them straight up. Tell them you're not going to be with them anymore. Cut them off before they go psycho and make you run out of a fucking club bar and hide behind a wall, a window, and also before you get blown up like 20 times by a psycho bitch that's drunk. Those are what I would say my lessons. And girls, don't chase a guy. If he's not communicating, if he's not asking you what you're doing, if he's not asking you out, he's ignoring you, if he's blocking you, if any of that, he clearly does not care. And that's what I got for you guys. So make sure er, you dudes out there, buy a do wipes, keep that booty hole clean, get some cards with humanity because that game is fun as shit. Also, um, stick to the bro code, stick to the girl codes, and don't forget to stock your fridge with Pedialyte. Thanks, guys.